Amen. Well, good morning. And a Merry Christmas to you too. Amen. Amen. So good to see everyone um, this morning. I'm sure you got up bright and early anyway, so uh, making time to stop by the church this morning was no big deal. Amen? Amen. 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 Uh, the Lord is good, and He has been good to us. And it is a good thing to be in the house of the Lord this morning even though it is a little chilly in here. And I feel that on my head. <laughs> I started to wear my hat. But then I didn't want people to think that we were all Notre Dame fans. <laughs> though we all can be. <laughs> and we definitely weren't wearing a Dallas Cowboy hat. Amen. Well, if you are visiting with us this morning, let me say welcome to you. So glad that the Lord would have you to come on this day of days, to come and to fellowship with us here at East Point Church. What a joy it is to be in the fellowship of the saints this morning. And what a joy it is to be here to worship our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. On this day, as we thank the Lord for the gift that he has sent to us in our Lord and Savior, who not only makes this day possible, but indeed makes it worthwhile. Amen? Amen. The Lord is good, and is good to all those who call upon him. And I do pray that every heart and soul this morning, indeed, is calling upon Jesus. I want to pray for us. I want to pray for us that the Lord will bless us and keep us. I won't hold you long this morning, but I'm sure you want to get back to your gifts and presents, but perhaps we can unpack a gift this morning that would remind us of what all those other gifts really, really mean. Amen? Amen. So let's pray and ask the Lord's blessing on us as we reflect upon his word real briefly this morning. Heavenly Father, we thank you that you are good, that you are great, and you are worthy to be praised. We are gathered in this place Lord, because you have called us, you have named us, you have created us, you have sustained us, and you have given to us not only life, but you have given to us grace, mercy, and joy that comes only through Christ Jesus our Lord. We thank you for opening our eyes this morning that we would see Jesus, for opening our minds that we would understand Jesus, for open our hearts that we would receive and know that he is the Christ, our Savior and our Lord, that he is life, and in him is eternal life abundant. Thank you. Thank you this morning for our Lord and our Savior, Jesus. In his name we pray. Amen. Amen. Well, indeed, um, Christmas is here. Christmas is upon us. And the thing that I reflect on this morning is that Christmas comes fast these days. I mean, at least it, it seems that way to me. It seems just like yesterday we were sitting around the table sharing a Thanksgiving meal. And here we are. Here we are this morning. 
gathered in this place, being reminded of the Savior who was born in a manger, singing, O little town of Bethlehem, reflecting upon a night that was ever so holy and silent, comes quick. One day we're carving up the turkey, and the next day we're tearing up wrapping paper and destroying good cardboard boxes. <laughs> everything, everything seems so quick. And I guess that's, that's probably just the older person in me. Don't, don't nod your head, Brother Murph. <laughs> because when I was young, it seemed like Christmas came ever so slow. I mean, it was too slow. As a kid, I, I wanted Christmas to hurry up and hurry up, hurry up and, and come. And, and when you're young, that's what life is. You want everything hurry up. You want everything to come quickly, don't we? This is, this is one of the signs of being young. This is one of the signs of immaturity, isn't it? You're in a hurry. You want everything fast. But, beloved, we understand, the older you get, the more you understand that being in a hurry is usually not a good thing. It's not. As, ben as Benjamin Franklin is believed to have said, haste makes waste. And we know this. The longer you live, you, you know this. Moving too fast is a recipe for mistakes. It's a recipe for failure. We know this, right? Driving too fast. Driving too fast is just a recipe for an accident. Working too fast, working too fast is just a, a recipe for making mistakes that you're going to have to go back and do over again. Talking too fast is a recipe for saying something you didn't mean to say. And saying something that you regret and gonna have to backtrack. Eating too fast is a recipe for getting sick and regretting the very good things that you eat. Being in a hurry, beloved, is usually not a good thing. And yet, there is one important exception this morning. Being in a hurry is not a good thing, except when it comes to seeing Jesus. When Jesus came, beloved, the Bible tells us that when he was born, the shepherds hurried, hurried to see him. Luke chapter 2, beginning in verse 15, the Bible says, When the angels had left them, the shepherds, and gone into heaven, the shepherds said to one another, Let's go to Bethlehem. And see this thing that has happened, which the Lord has told us about. 
So they hurried. They hurried off and found Mary and Joseph and the baby who was lying in the manger. Now understand this, beloved. Understand this. These, these shepherds had, had just been blessed. They had been the blessed recipients of God's glorious revelation through the angel of the Lord to this world. They had heard a joyful noise. They had been told wonderful news. They were shown these marvelous things. They had been given this glorious message. God. The God of heaven and the earth had sent the world this gift, this greatest gift of all. And like all children, on Christmas morning, the shepherds were in a hurry to see it. They were in a hurry to see it, and therefore they wasted no time. Wasted no time. And the Bible says, beloved, that the shepherds hurried, they made haste. It literally means that they acted with speed. They were speeding. They, they sped off to Bethlehem. They wasted no time. Now, this is important to understand because there's an irony here. Because believe it or not, this is totally unusual. Shepherds don't live hurried lives. They just don't, beloved. The nature of being a shepherd is patience. It is solitude. They spend long hours tending to slow-moving, carefree sheep. Weeks and months along out in the fields or on the mountainside with sheep, isolated, isolated from the hustle and bustle of society, isolated from the fast-moving pace of the cities, moving slowly from one pasture to a next, from one field to a next. Shepherds don't run. Like sheep, they walk. But when these shepherds heard the message about Jesus, the Bible says that they left their sheep and with speed, did you hear what I said? With speed, they acted and said, come on, come on, come on. Let's hurry and see this baby. Let's hurry and see this child. Let's hurry up and see Jesus. Let's hurry up and see Jesus. Listen, beloved, listen. These brothers went from fright and fear to amazement and awe, to excitement and enthusiasm. And those range of emotions created in them 
an urgency, a desire, a thirst to see the one born in Bethlehem. Why? Why? Because whether they fully understood it or not, beloved, there was a thirst in these shepherds to see the good shepherd. There was a desire in these shepherds to see the great shepherd. There was in these shepherds a longing to see the one that the Bible says in 1 Peter chapter 2 and verse 25, the one who is the shepherd and overseers of our souls. And this created in them an urgency. An urgency to see the one who was shepherding them. To see the one who cared for them like they cared for their sheep. To see the one who walked patiently with them in the pastures of their lives. An urgency to see the one who is the shepherd and overseer of their souls. Reminded and reflecting upon these shepherds, beloved, that Christmas creates an urgency, not, not just in, in the young. We know it does that in children, but it should in all of us. There was an urgency created when Christ was born. The shepherds were the first, but they weren't the last. They were in a hurry to see Jesus because, beloved, the reality is, is that we all should be so urgent. So too should we be this morning. There is an urgency. There is an urgency with which we live the Christian life. And that urgency is rooted, at least it should be rooted, in our desire to see Jesus. That is how we should live the Christian life. The Christian life is a prayer for the kingdom of God to come on earth as it is in heaven. It is a longing for the full revelation of Jesus Christ to this world. And if that is the Christian life, then the Christian life, like these shepherds, ought to be lived with a sense of urgency that Jesus would come. That you would see Jesus. Yes, Booker, see Jesus. Listen, beloved, listen. The last thing the Bible has our Lord saying to us is the fact that he is coming again. Revelation chapter 22, verse 20. And he is coming quickly. He is coming quickly. 
there is an urgency to the expectation of his coming. And this is how we live our lives. We live our lives in response to Jesus saying, behold, I come quickly. We live our lives in response by saying what it says in Revelation 22 and 20. Lord Jesus, come. Come, Lord Jesus. Come. Come, Lord Jesus. Here are the shepherds. This is what the shepherd said. The shepherd says, the shepherd said, the Lord has come. Let us go see him. This is what we say. The Lord is coming again. Let us get ready to see him. The Lord is coming again. Let us get ready to see him. Is that what you said this morning? When you got up early this morning? You didn't think about the shepherds who got up from their sheep and looked at each other and said, Hey, look, the Lord has come. Let us go see him. Did you and I wake up this morning? Look at each other and say, hey, the Lord is coming again. Let us get ready to see him. The Lord is coming. Beloved, the Lord is coming. It is easy to forget. I know it is. It is easy to forget. We don't talk about it like we should. It is easy to neglect the coming of Jesus in this world, especially at Christmas. It is easy to forget. The world is never more busy than at Christmas. The, ne the world is never more distracting than at Christmas. Everyone is in a hurry. Everyone is in a hurry. The stores are filled. The traffic is jammed. The post office is crowded. The airports are busy. Everyone is in a hurry. But who, beloved, look around and ask yourself the question, who is in a hurry to see Jesus? Where is that urgency to see Jesus? The shepherds were. Are we this morning? Are we this morning? Listen, Christians should live urgent lives. Not fast, not fast, slow down. Not fast, but urgent because we know the Lord is coming. We know, as the Bible says in 2 Corinthians chapter 6 and verse 2, now is the time, and today is the day of salvation. Now! Now, that's the urgency with which we live our lives. Now is the time. And today is the day. The Lord is coming. He will appear with a suddenness, the Bible says in 1 Thessalonians 5 and 2, like a thief in the night. And those who live urgently are those who live carefully knowing that the Lord is coming. Knowing that the Lord is coming. And listen. Either he is coming to us 
or we at any moment may go to him. Either way, our lives, our lives should be lived with the knowledge and conviction that one day soon you're going to see Jesus. One day soon you will see Jesus. And not only live it in light of the fact that you're going to see Jesus. Here's the message from the shepherds this morning. That we would live like the shepherds in that we want to see Jesus. Not just going to see him, but we want to see him. We want him to come. Second Peter chapter 3, verse 11 and 12. Since everything will be destroyed in this way, what kind of people ought we to be? You ought to live holy and godly lives as you look forward to the day of God and speed its coming. And speed its coming. We sing and shout, Lord Jesus, come. Then that is to be reflected in how we live our lives. With an urgency, with a desire, with a longing. This is the faithfulness with which we live our lives. Make haste, make haste, the shepherds would say. Make haste to be godly and holy. Hurry up. Hurry up, hurry up. Let's be godly, let's be hurry. You want to see Jesus? Trust in his word. Hurry up and trust in his word. Make haste and trust in his word. You want to see Jesus? Then, then let the word and worship fill your day. Hurry up and worship. Hurry up and sing his praises. Hurry up. Don't waste no time. Waste no time this morning. This is the motivation with which we live the Christian life. This is the motivation for the shepherds on that first Christian mor Christmas morning. This is our motivation today, beloved. This is the motivation for entering in the kingdom of God. I want to see Jesus. That's it. Why do I preach? Because I want to see Jesus. Why do I sing? Because I want to see Jesus. Why do I get up on Christmas morning and sit in a cold sanctuary? Because I want to see Jesus. Oh, oh, I want to see him. To look upon his face. And there to sing forever of his saving grace on the streets of glory. Let me, Lord Jesus, let me lift my voice. Cares are past and home at last. Ever, ever, ever to rejoice. There's only one reason I'm here this morning, but because like them shepherds, 
I want to see Jesus. And that, beloved, is the greatest reason of all. Let's hurry up. Let's make haste. Come, Lord Jesus. 